Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Holly Holton. And Holly, I am so glad that you're hanging out with us today because you always bring an element of fun (laughs) to the table. And I got to tell you, (laughs) when you have six kids like you do, there's always something going on and always something that just throws you curveballs. Am I right? Right. Life is full of curveball. Curve. I can't say that word. Curveballs. When you have six kids, you just learn to roll with the punches. Well, today, you know, we're we're all struggling with different things, but I can't even imagine how your life has changed. And I think that in the midst of all the craziness that's going on, it's so easy to fall into fear and actually let fear take control. So today I want to I want to jump into that and and let you kind of lead us because fear can be a lousy control mechanism. Absolutely. And you know, it's it's kind of humorous. I mean, it's really not, but sort of for me, um I feel like the world is where I was 13 years ago when I was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And, you know, I just all the thing, all the lessons that I've learned when I was going through cancer, all the trusting that I learned to do when I was going through cancer. I feel like this is the world's turn to learn how to trust and how to navigate life when fear is a very real thing. You know, when I got the phone call 13 years ago that changed my life forever, um, you know, when, when cancer comes into your life or any kind of terminal illness comes into your life, it changes you. It changes mm. you for the better. It changes you for the worse sometimes. And it really makes you question your faith. Make, make sure It makes you question whether or not do you believe what I say I believe. Because ultimately, when you are drowning in statistics, when you are drowning in scans, when you are drowning in doctor's appointments... And you're hearing bad news after bad news after bad news. You do have to ask yourself, like, where is my hope? Is my hope in all this or is my hope in in God? You know, no matter what happens in this situation, where do I put my hope in? And I feel like the world right now, the news, statistics, fear, like everybody's living in that revved up fight or flight mode. And we Mm. have been in it for six months and... At some point, I had to ask myself 13 years ago, at what point do I let fear control me or do I just release it and live my life? Mm. And that's kind of what I was thinking we could talk about today because it is so it's so important because fear, when you're trapped in it from personal experience, it, it changes you. It makes you scared of everything. It makes you scared of everyone. And when I was going, you know, through the cancer, you know, my fear was every headache was that brain cancer. Every cough was that lung cancer. Did the cancer come back? What are the scans going to be? So my fear was a little bit different than what we're living in um, today because it was more personalized to me. Whereas now in today's time with COVID and all the stuff going on, fear is almost 
do I fear this person? Is this person going to make me sick? Is this situation going to make me sick? Can I do this? I don't know. And so I had to eventually come to my rope where I was like, God, I can't live like this anymore. And no matter what, you are sovereign and you are mm. Lord. And this isn't the end of the story. And you control my days. Mm. And he does, right? Because I was given 10% less than 10% chance of living and surviving the cancer that I had. And this is 13 years later. And, you know, no matter what, God is in control. He has your days numbered. He knows every hair on your head. And it's just important for us when we have all this information coming in at us rapidly and exhaustively, like it's just non-stop that we sometimes, we just have to make sure we pause and we're grounding ourselves in the word of God. You know, I could not agree with you more. And as a matter of fact, uh, when you're going through what our world is going through right now, and then add on to that someone who's been diagnosed with cancer, like three gals in our Encouragement Cafe team are fighting cancer right now, three of them. And so you add, you multiply the crazy that's happening in our society And then have your own personal struggles on top of that. And it would be so easy to just turn your reins over to fear and say, you know what? I can't deal. I can't deal. As a matter of fact, some of the millennial uh, verbiage right now kind of grabs me. You know, they're all like, I can't even. I hear that. (laughs) I can't even. And what I want to say to that is put on your big girl panties. You can even. You can do this because God is with you. And so every time I hear one of them say, I can't even, I'm like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Not through your own strength, but you can do it through the, the power of the Holy Spirit that is living inside you. And I think that's the piece that we forget. We forget that in the middle of whatever struggle we're going through, whether it's multiplied 10 times over because of a health issue and a job loss, in addition to the fear of of what our society is going through right now, no matter what you're going through, no matter what your struggle is, You do not have to just let go of the reins and say, okay, fear, you got me. I can't even. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny that you say that because I say that all the time to my children. I'm like, I just can't right now. I just can't. But but you're right. Like, (laughs) you can. You can because Christ is in you. You've had the Holy Spirit. You had the power of Jesus. And I think that that's when we really need to ask ourselves, like, do we believe what we say we believe? Because if we believe what we say we believe, we believe that Jesus Christ is in control. We believe that Jesus Christ is working through us and in us and through his spirit, we can do what we are called to do for him. And if we believe that, then why are we acting like we don't know Jesus? Mm. I ask myself out like all the time, like, girl, why are you acting like you don't know Jesus right now? When I I was going through through cancer, that was my motto. Well, I love it when you uh, preface your talk, your your line with girl, girl, (laughs) (laughs) because we do that, don't we? We look in the mirror and we're like, get a hold of yourself. What's wrong with you? Well, here's the truth. Nothing's wrong with you. 
You know, I feel like a lot of times when we don't have answers and we can't figure things out, we start beating ourselves up because, you know, you go, I I can't beat anybody else up. So I'm going to just beat myself up and live in fear and sink down and close the doors and lock my myself in my little abode and not come out. And and I'm just going to stay here and wither up. While I beat myself Hey, stop doing that Because that's not the way To live an abundant life And I know I know That when we walk out onto the street We're, we're thinking Is the news camera Going to be somewhere around Showing the latest violence When we walk out onto the street And into the grocery store Are we saying, oh my goodness Did somebody Touch this grocery cart with COVID And we start getting so fearful Of every single thing That we forget to live Absolutely And when we become so fearful When we are We're stuck in our head, right? We are constantly in our own head And that is absolutely the worst place For us to be I mean, I know When I was going through scans Like they were the hardest part of cancer for me Because it was just me And my thoughts For an hour And that is like That's that's the worst place for me Because by the end of it By my first scan I had planned my funeral I had gone over my will Like <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not where we need to be And so I had to just Every time I went in for a scan I got one verse And I ju- I repeated it Over and over and over again In my mind Because you can't move during the scan So I couldn't say it out loud But I repeated it in my mind And for an hour I just said that one verse Over and over and over Because that is why it is so important To be in the word of God Because that's the only thing That can defeat the fear Mm. The word of God Is the only tool that we have That can drive out the fear That is within us And so we need to replace that fear With truth And I'm telling you, Lynn I was at a store And I literally I hadn't put my mask on yet Because I wasn't in there And somebody like saw me And literally ran across the parking lot From me And it's like I don't know if they were Christian I don't know what their belief system was But we can't be that scared of people Because guess what The whole reason we're here for Mm -hmm. Is to tell people about Jesus And so when we are caught up in that fear When we are stuck inside our head We're useless to the kingdom All Mm -hmm. we're doing is telling the world That there's nothing else better than what we have right now There is nothing that can conquer this There is nothing that is more powerful than this Because I'm just going to join you Even though you don't know Christ We're going to have the same attitude And it's like, no church We're supposed to be different We're supposed to be the salt to the earth The light when in the darkness And right now it is dark It is very dark People are more depressed than ever Because they're not around people Um, You know, there's people who aren't working There's families that can't provide food for their children I mean, we have all this stuff anyway But now we have It's amplified It's, It's worse because of all those shutdowns And all that stuff that's going on And this is the time where we need to be The salt and light And that doesn't mean, you know Don't be smart in whatever you feel like You know, being smart is to navigate COVID But it does mean to not let 
that fear drive you in all that you do and to Mm. step out like you know right now like ask yourself I had to ask myself the other day because I just got so worked up on Facebook I think we talk about that like every podcast how we all just need to get off social media (laughs) it's not good and so I was getting worked up again on Facebook and I'm just like you know what like I'm letting anger or you know fear like drive and who am I sharing Jesus to Mm-hmm. Who am I like, hey, guys, aren't you tired of feeling like this? Let me give you a place where you can find rest and comfort and you don't have to live like this anymore. And honestly, like when you live in that fear and you live in your head, you're not as prone to do that because you're too ups- like concerned and obsessed really with what's going on. And you're not able to sift through all that fear to find Jesus and share him. Okay, so here's a verse that I want us to grab a hold of. Psalm 37, 4, and it says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Now, I know that that verse sounds like it's so (laughs) on the outskirts of what we're talking about today, but it's not really. It's not. Because what we're talking about is fear and how it can absolutely take charge of your life. If we let it. And so I want to just relate it to a couple of stories. One, some very good friends of ours several years ago uh, were in our Sunday school class and he was a doctor and they were sitting behind us in the classroom. And when it came for prayer, prayer request time, he stood up and he said, well, guys, I just got the news that. I have cancer and I have less than six months to live. Mm. And I am uh, choosing to look at the good side of this, but I would appreciate your prayers for my family. And I remember uh, the whole class was just in shock, but I remember going over to visit them after that. My husband and I went over and my husband uh, put his arm or his hand on uh, Reg's arm and said, Buddy, I'm I'm so sorry. How can I help? I I hate this news. And Reg looked at him and said something that was so powerful. I've never forgotten it. He looked at Dwight straight in the eyes with a big smile and he said, "Buddy, we're all dying. Mm-hmm. We're all dying. You're dying too. As a matter of fact, when you walk out my door, you could be hit by a car. You know, there are we don't know what we have, but isn't it such a gift?" That God has given me six months to get my things in order. And he said, so we're all dying. And and that's the thing that we all lose sight of. That, yeah, this is, this is not fun what we're going through right now. And it's not fun to go through cancer. And it's not fun to lose your job. And it's not fun to see violence in our streets. But the truth is, we're all dying. And I know that sounds morbid, but if we say, okay, God, help me to focus on Psalm 37, 4, which says, delight yourself also in the Lord. Okay, so that that line right there is huge because what we're doing, instead of delighting ourselves in the Lord, we're focusing on the news, we're focusing on poor, poor, pitiful me, and we're doing just the opposite of what the word says because the word says delight yourself also in the lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart and i love 
the image that that paints. And on the second thing I want to touch on, painting. I remember when I picked up my paintbrush again after years and years and years of never being creative because uh, a teacher laughed at me in the seventh grade in my mm. art class. And I picked them up and it was both fun and frustrating <laughs> because mm -hmm. I could not get it to look like I wanted it to look. And I was afraid of shadows. I was like, oh man, it looks so nice. I don't want to put a shadow in there because then it's going to be too dark. And then if I, if I fail to put the shadow in, if I fail to put the darkness in, then the light won't be as bright. And I reluctantly mm. added darkness to my painting. And when I did, the light absolutely popped off the canvas And God was like, that, that's what I want you to see. When everything around you is dark, it's so that I can shine more brightly through you. Wow, that is so powerful. And you know, miracles don't happen in the ordinary. When yeah. God's power is on display, it's in the darkness. It's in the impossible. And you have to go to those scary places sometimes for God's light to shine the brightest, you know, and, um, when, and, and when you said that about like how, you know, how we're all dying, there is this, um, picture on Facebook and to me it's probably one of the most powerful images I have seen and it's a line. And then, you know, people are, I guess, being carried off into heaven. So probably not the most scripturally accurate <laughs> um, <laughs> picture, but, you know, people are getting caught up and whatever. And it's like, we're all in line. Every one of us is in this line. Mm -hmm. We don't know who is going to go first or, or next or last, but every person alive is waiting, is in line to die. And it is, it is kind of morbid to think about it. But at the same time, once you do, And once you settle, especially Christians, like what we're going through now, especially is hard. Like I think, you know, kind of the easy American life has been taken away and we're kind of in this very hard spot. And to me, it just shows like I'm longing for heaven more than ever, mm. like where we are not going to have any of this. And I think ultimately what our fear comes down to is... Do we, I mean, what are we like? Why are we scared of dying? Because ultimately the fear is we're scared of dying. Mm -hmm. And but we're all going to die. And so mm -hmm. when you take that off the table and you know where you're going to go, then you're just stuck with a question. Well, why am I still living here? Why am I still in this fear? And I know I had to ask myself that. And when I was going through cancer and I was given 10% chance of living and I just had to make up my mind, like God is in control of this. He has power to overcome this, but he is good no matter what. And I'm just going to continue on like glorifying him every single step of the way. Because I would rather be known for glorifying God than sheltering in my head and living in fear, scared of every everything. Because I lived in that for mm. years And it wasn't fun. And it affects every person around you. It affects people who you meet. I mean, you can just tell when people are so full of fear. And mm. I can tell because I've been there. 
And I just want to like tell you, if you are like struggling with fear and it's anxiety because it, the world is scary and you know, you don't know like what's going to happen when you leave your house, you can get sick, you could get into a car accident. And it's like, you can drown yourself with fear, or you can step out knowing that you are God's and God is in control and be brave, be brave and just step out of that fear and live life and be a light to this world. And I just, it just makes me so sad because I just know how many years I spent wasting away in fear when I could have been living for God. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And now you are. And everybody goes through those valleys. And when yes. we do go through those valleys, we we can be reminded and everything can be more real to us because when you're in the valley and you look up and you see that light coming on the mountaintop that's when you go aha so yeah. right now as we as we think about not allowing fear to take control of our lives i want us to really lean into this verse psalm 37 4 that says delight yourself also in the lord and he mm. shall give you the desires of your heart. So here's my prayer today. And I just want to whisper this prayer over all of us. So if you are like, I don't know what to pray. I don't know what to feel. I don't know what to say. Can you just kind of be still for a minute and let me pray for us. Lord, adjust me. I want to know you. I want to understand you in deeper ways. Teach me to delight in you. Really, everything else falls flat. That's why there's always searching for more, for other things. And I miss our closeness. And I know I'm the one who's gotten weary and stopped communicating. And that ripple happens too. I begin with you and soon I don't. I don't speak up. I don't write my thoughts down. I don't pray to you anymore. I just, I just long to be done with all of that and all of the things that are going on in the world because this life seems like such a pattern of repeat. Teach me to see through your eyes that I don't have to grow weary of doing good, of reaching out, of pursuing you, I long for that kind of tenacity where I don't give up. Mm. Lord, I pray that for every single person in the sound of our voice, every single person that has been in this controlling fear mode right now, that they would not give up and that they would hang on to your truth, the only truth that we can value as unchangeable. Because our world around us is constantly shifting. God, we are asking, will you hold us steady through it all and give us a delightful heart where we will lean into you and know that you have so much more in store. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, I don't know where you are on the spectrum of fear right now but i know that it has a tendency to grip each one of us sometimes it may be in the middle of the night 
when you wake up and all of a sudden the reality of what's happening just grabs you. I don't know if it's when you first wake up in the morning and you have a hard time just stepping out of bed and you'd rather pull the covers up over your head. I don't know if it's in the middle of the day when you see that news report and you're like, no, this can't keep going. I don't know if it's because you just got the doctor's report or the news of your job or your child. I don't know. But here's what I do know. You do not have to be gripped in fear. My friend, you are priceless and you are loved and God is not finished with you until you take your last breath. May the God of hope give you courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.